Some cipher in the end of Drush space is Medaik. We say, And he asks a basic question. If you misabel Yerushalayim, shouldn't it be Zoyche, Yiske, Viyire, as in the future, you will merit, you will end up seeing the Nechama. What does it mean that you're seeing it right now? He quotes a medrash. It's a pasuk that we actually learn out the halachas of Avelis of Tishabov, Sois Mesoiso Chagel, which means to say that during Churban Beis Amigdosh, we cease to be Mesabel on Churban Yushalayim. And the question is, why is that a tragedy? He has another pasuk of Fachtom Evya Evlom. I have flipped around, I have switched our evil to Simcha, our Yogin to Yeshua. What's the idea behind it over here? Nechsam Seifer explains, we find in Parshas Vayeshev, that Yaakov Avinu, the brothers bring to Yaakov Avinu the Ksenis Pasim, trying to convince him that Yosef, his cherished child, his Yosef Atzadik, Machmad Einayim was mace, and the Pasuk says, And for 22 years, Yaakov couldn't concept any consolation from it. The reason for that is because we have a klal from the Medrash, Gemiri, something that dies is Neshtakich Min we forget about it and we move on. And Yaakov Avinu was not able to forget. He was not able to move on because Yosef HaTzadik wasn't Macy, he was still alive. And therefore, Vayimoin Lehisnachim. The Chsam Soifer asks, how is it possible 2,000 plus years, we could still sit on the floor on Tishabov, we can cry, we can shed tears, we can feel the Chorba, we can feel the loss. Don't we have the Klal Gemiri Alameis Sheyishtakich? It's gone, it's over. Why can't we move on? And the answer obviously is, it's not over. It's not gone. We're not moving on. What is it that we could still be misable for such a long time? And the answer is, because it's not lost. It's not forgotten, because we still have it, and it will be rebuilt. Isn't that the greatest Nechama? If you could be misable on Yerushalayim, you're lucky, and you see now, you see the base of Mikdush, you see the future, you have the consolation right here. You're crying because you understand that it wasn't taken away, it's going to be returned. It's a mashkin, and it's waiting to be returned to you. The Avelis itself is flipped because if I could feel a Yagoin and a pain and a Tsar, that is the greatest Yeshua. But by Chorben Beis Amikdosh, when the Rebbe exiled Kal Yisrael, it was a double tragedy. Not only were they taken away, but at that point, they weren't even allowed to cry about it. They felt that it was lost. Tisha B'av is called a Mayed. It's a day we don't say Tachnun. Based on this, and this some cipher, the idea over here is, some cipher almost says it. Of course it's a moyed. Tisha B'av is actually the day that we feel we haven't lost the base of Mikdush. Isn't that a moyed? Isn't that a day of celebration? 
a day of recognizing that we're still there, we have it, it will be rebuilt, we could yearn and pine for something in the future. That's what Tisha B'Av is. The Chassam Seifer says at the end of the Varim in Adrasha, and a year like this in Tisha B'Av Shechali is B'Shabbos. When will Mashiach come? When is Leidasi Shal Mashiach? Not Shabbos, rather Sunday. You see, Sunday is the day we don't say Tachnon. Shabbos we do say Avarachnon. Because Sunday, the day we sit down and we cry, is the day we have the base of Mikdash. It's the day we rebuild. It's the day of Kola Mesabu Yushalayim Zeichi Veroye Benechmosa. The Gemara Makis that we all know, Rebbe Kivin the Tamid Chachomim are getting close to the Mokim of Mikdash. They rip their clothing, Koro Begdeim. And they see a fox coming out of the Kodesh HaKadoshim and they begin to cry. The place where Azar, Korv, Yuma should now have Shu'olam Hochubai. And Abikiva is laughing and they ask Abikiva, is this a time to laugh? And Abikiva asked them, Mipnei Matem Boichem, why are you crying? They said, what do you mean why are we crying? This is the most terrible thing that's happening. Mokim Shanam Azar, Korv, Yumas. And we shouldn't cry? So to be given, that's why I'm laughing, and it begins to explain now there were two prophecies, one of Uriah, one of Zechariah. Zechariah was about destruction, Uriah is about the future, about being a base of Migdash, Mashiach. And now we see that the prophecy of Zechariah happened. I know that the future prophecy will also happen. And with that they say, The Chok of the Rebbe asked the following question. Rebbe Kiva is laughing, that makes no sense. It's not a place to laugh. But that they're crying. We all know why they're crying. They reached the Mokim HaMikdash. Rebbe Kiv himself was Karo Bigdayim. So what does Rebbe Kiv tell them? You ask me why I'm laughing? I want to know why you're crying. Mipnei Matem Baichim. What type of question is that? Explains the Chok of the Rebbe based on this Heiligich Sam Seifer. Rebbe Kiv is turning to them and saying, Why are you crying? How come you can still cry? What are you so... What are you so emotional, overwhelmed about? Don't you realize it's over? And the answer is because it's not over. Because I understand when you climax the Navua of Zechariah, of the ultimate desolation of Tzia in Besada Teicharach, it's plowed up. You're starting the seeds and the plowing and the Harisha for the future redemption. And it's right here in the, in the Avelis itself. So Rabbi Kiva tells them, Lama Atem Boichim, why are you crying? And they explain, and he says, That's why I'm Mitzachik. I'm Mitzachik because you're Boichim. Wow. We know it was a great question by the Gedali Olam after the Holocaust about the terrible tragedy that they should make a separate day. A day of tainus, of slichus. And the Biskirov showed the Chazanish and one of the kinnis, we say we can't add any more. I was talking about the tragedy of the Crusaders, this tragedy that happened in the days of the Rishonim of burning the Svarim. We can't add anything more, but we'll be misabled on it, on Tisha B'av. Perhaps there's, some, there's a great depth to this thing. Churban Tishabov, Churban Beis Hamikdash, is a Churban that we never forget, and we don't forget it 
Because we know we have a future. We know we can yearn to the future. We know we can be mitzapah to the future. That's why it's not forgotten. Commemorating the Holocaust, remembering it on a different day over Tisha B'Av, perhaps we'll forget it. Perhaps we'll look at it as tragedies that have happened through the history of Claudius around the world. But no, we understand that that tragedy is one step of Churban Beis Amikdash. It's a loss to the greater loss of Churban Beis Amikdash. And when we do it that way, and we connect it to Tisha B'Av, we don't forget it. And we yearn and point to the future of Beis Amikdash Ashlishi. That's how we don't forget the Holocaust. The Medrash says, the well-known Medrash, B'choy Sifka Belayla, there's a double crying. Maisa Be'ishahachas, in the Shechinusa of Rem Gamliel, in the courtyard of Rem Gamliel. And she had a child, and it was taken away. She lost her child. And she would go at night, when it's quiet and dark, the hustle, what is going on during the day, the noise, the commotion, was not around. And she would feel the loss, and she would feel the pain, and she would sit at night and not be able to compose herself, and cry, 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 bitter tears of a child that left her. The Medrash continues, and he heard it. He heard her cry, he heard her bitter pain. And he remembered about Chubim Beis Amikdosh, and he cried throughout the whole night till his eyelids, eyelashes, were falling out from that. There's a lot of well-known ideas about this Medrash. Let's point out one more idea, one new word to the Medrash. The question, obviously, is does Yom Galil need to hear her tears to cry about Chubim Beis Amikdosh? There's an idea about that. But let's be Medaik Chazal. Reb Gamliel heard her crying, Vinisker. He remembered. What does he mean he remembered? Reb Gamliel thought to himself, What is it that this lady can't get past her tragedy? We know things that are dead, we can move on. Vinisker, he remembered because we're suffering inside a deep, deep tragedy that doesn't allow us to forget. And that's the real reason why we can't really forget our tragedies. Vinisker, he remembered. The reason why we're not forgetting is because we can't forget Chorben Beis Amikdosh. And that doesn't allow our tragedies to be forgotten. Because those tragedies hit a button in us. And that button hits a deeper part. And it's really the cry of Chorben Beis Amikdosh. It's the mitzvah. And that's why we can't go past it. So we tell an oval, I can't really console you. Because we're never going to be able to totally forget about it. Our problems will be remembered. Because we have Chorben Beis Amikdash that doesn't allow us to forget. So, that might be also an idea for Tisha B'Av Shechal Liyos B'Shabbos. Shabbos we don't forget. Shabbos we don't forget. We have the Avelus without being misable, but pale physically, because we don't forget Chorben Beis Amikdash. Maybe we can add one more deeper reason why the Yid doesn't forget. On Tisha B'Av, 
and even the regular tragedies, we connect it and we don't forget. to be a Setzner Rebbe that wrote his Torah in the most difficult and hard time in the Warsaw Ghetto and in the gates of Gehenna. And he was able to compose his thoughts and articulate it and write and express his amuna, his betochen. And he writes in one of the last rushes before he was taken away, Al Kiddush Hashem, Shabbos HaKedish. And he says, Really, how can I go on? How can I move? How can I be over the Rebbeinu I learn. What's going on? Do I have emotions? People are dying. We're going through every form of Gehenna possible. And he quotes the Gemara in Chagiga Dafei that tells us, on one hand, we know by the Rebbeinu Shalom, it's happy. But there's a Pasuk that says, There is a place, and it's a hidden place, and in there the Rebbeinu Shalom cries. He cries about Chubim Beis HaMikdash. Arishon, the Rebbeinu Shalom cries about Chubim Beis HaMikdash Hasheni. In the third tier about Klal Yisrael that's exiled into the land. The Rebbeinu Shalom's Bechi is such a deep Bechi. It's not a physical Bechi. It's not our type of crying of despair. It's a bechi in a mamakin b'mistorim tifkanavshi. How do we access our crying? That it should be the mistorim tifkanavshi. That we could cry a tear, a cry of the Rebbeinu Shalom's crying about Chorben Beis HaMikdash. That is when we learn Torah, and we learn mitzvahs, and we come dovek in the Rebbeinu Shalom, then we feel that cry, that loss, that call of the Mistarm Tifkanafshi. Ah, when you have that cry, it's bitter and it's painful, but you move on, that's the difference. It's not a cry of loss, it's a cry that as deep as the cry is, that's how much you realize you're with the Rebbeinah Shalom. You're so deeply connected, and that's how much you could yearn and pine for the future. And that's why you always vechet bimem koima on the outside also. Deep, deep cry of the Mistarim, Natifka Nafshi. And that's also why, when it's a cry, that you're connecting yourself to Rebbeinu Shalom's cry, Ki ain't shikha lufnei chisich v'yedecha. The Rebbeinu Shalom's cry is never forgotten. And when we access that cry, that deep cry, it's not forgotten. And we feel it. And that is the deep cry that we're married on the Tisha B'av. The cry of feeling the Rebbeinah with Mistar and Tifkanafshi. That deep, Oymakalev. But together with that, we know. Kalamis Abel, Yushalayim, Zoyche, Veroye, Benachmosu.